Hello, welcome to the Honest Ball Game. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Street Street Day 300 billion. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, and today, uh, like I have been already today, I'm painting terrain. Welcome everyone to the show. Thanks for being here. Lovely to see you all. Uh, whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, Diadrin, uh, Get Hucked, Bobbin, Dreadwoods, Glowdan. I hope you're all really well. Uh, Sundancer, what's going on? Um, <laughs> Dreadwoods, MJ Pegasus, Nikki D. Williams, Shugo. Thanks everyone for being here. If you listen to the podcast, it's just going to be me painting terrain today. So if this isn't one of those ones you want to listen to, I understand. But love you loads and I hope you stay hydrated. What's going on? Smorgan in the chat. He is currently using my favorite coach in Age of Sigmar at the moment. That's right, the black coach. Uh, so looking forward to that. Infostorms, thanks for resubscribing. I am, as you guys can see, painting terrain. This is one of the pieces of terrain for the board. I'll hold it up high so you guys can see. Uh, it is going to be a total mage's house when it's finished. There's some additional bits to be stuck on, but this is kind of the base. So I'm just banging on some base layers now while I talk to you guys. going to be super simple. Uh, but it's a cool piece of terrain and uh, looking forward to, to getting it done. Shouldn't be a long one, I think, getting this done. Uh, hey, Militant Snowflake, what's going on? Um, uh, Dreadwoods, you don't want to leave this conversation alone, do you? All right, let's jump into it real quick. What do we think about the three new roles at Games Workshop? So specifically, some uh, roles have been advertised by Games Workshop, some, some new jobs have been advertised by Games Workshop specifically to do with Age of Sigmar. So they're either Warcry jobs or they're lead senior development jobs, whatever the hell lead and senior means. Um, uh, made me chuckle a little bit. One of the jobs says that it would be working with the lead of product design and also the lead of game design or whatever. So I've always said two leaders are better than one leader, but four, three to four leaders make the best uh, leaders. Uh, so uh, I took two crawlers today and you'll never guess. They fucked. Jen Smorgan. Smorgan, Smorgan, Smorgan. They do fuck super hard. <laughs> Uh, no salary. Okay, so if anyone wants to know quickly something a little bit, I don't want to spend too long on it because um, it always feels like uh, like uh, rhetoric in some ways. But I'll just spend some quick things talking about some stuff I know about the Games Workshop hiring process. Having hired someone, so uh, Dan Bradshaw, uh, I was intimately involved with hiring him into uh, the, the team uh, through the whole process. and I got taken through it all uh, at the time. Uh, so they don't advertise salary, obviously. Uh, they ask you uh, in the interview, or at least they did when I was there, um, uh, and in the interview process I was part of, they ask you what you thought uh, the salary was worth, um, which is really fucking dark. So then obviously they only pay you what you say, and then they base it on that, which is pretty rough. Jog PLC, uh, big love to you. So uh, they also don't hire... Uh, they also have to... I think they have to advertise a job role. So I think that a lot of the jobs that, jobs that we're seeing here is really they're just giving people new jobs. Um, but like, so Jervis... Well, I'm... Someone, sorry, um, uh, will be uh, maybe side sideways moving because we know that him and Sam and some of the other rules writers all work in in that area. Um, so some of them might be going sideways. Some of them might be getting a job promotion. Uh, I very much doubt they're going to be any external hire. Like if you're just some like lad who's like, oh, I'm going to apply for that. It's going to get me the job. Really, that's not the case. They're 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 just publicly saying that they're they 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 have to advertise. So that's it. Um. Uh. Yeah. That is corporate bullshit. Thumbs down. Yeah. Uh. Hey, Shugo. Um. The minimum wage job for minimum wage rules. <laughs> Zero hour contract job. Anyway, 
what do I think about it? I think it's excellent that a much uh, under-resourced department is getting more people working in those departments. I think that's brilliant. I think, ho well, I hope this means that we end up with, I don't know if it's a better game. The game's brilliant, man. Like, I don't know if it can be a better game. Um, uh, but how about more consistently good? How about more consistently good as a game? Which would be sweet. Yeah. Um, Black Coat Sin. Using it in Grand Alliance bin. <laughs> Is that Winnie the Pooh's house? Uh, it could be Winnie the Pooh's house. I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to do a, like a, a little mage. He's going to sit in front of it. And I've got a little like, uh, magic pot that he's going to be doing some uh, spells on. So when anyone like walks up to this piece of terrain, I'll be like, oh, I think you're fine. That's going to give you like minus four to hit or something. Obviously, I'm not going to do that, but I just want to make it a little bit of a scene, which I think would be nice because the scenes are going to be outrageous. Um, and if you attend an interview, but you aren't successful, they won't tell you why. Just a wall of silence. MJ Pegasus, that is correct. That is 100% correct. Um, uh, Tristan, what's going on? Uh, everything can be better. So sorry again. That's true. That is one of the things that I think you as a group and me as a person all understand is that life is all well and good saying life is fine or the game is fine. But of course, life and the game can always be better. That is how things work. Everyone can be a little happier. Everyone can be a little bit more comfortable. Everyone can be a little healthier. That's all something we should always strive towards. So I'm very happy that they're hiring for those roles and that they're putting more people into that team. I'm really excited for the game, and I'm most importantly excited for the people who already work there so that they get some much-needed support. They're doing nothing but make money, so having more people make them make money, great job, yeah? They can afford a couple of 18 grand contracts or whatever the hell they're going to give. Um, uh, Top-down cam, we're on the right channel. <laughs> I don't know, I just thought I'd... I treat you guys. That's what I thought. Hey, Kilpanak. Uh, what cool piece of train? I like the Zen approach to using the smallest possible brush to paint this stuff. All right. Why is everyone giving me shit? Like, this isn't that small a brush. What do you want me to use? Fuck, man. Everyone's a fucking critic, says I. Says I. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, some other exciting news, if anyone's interested, is uh, I put out to tenure. That's 100%. I can't do a treat. I can't do an airbrush while I'm live, can I? So I'm painting, I'm painting, I'm painting, I'm painting. Um, does anyone want to see the other train I've done? Let's see. If, hold on. Let's see if you guys. I'll do a bit of show and tell. Get ready. Um, we might need the big camera on for this. One sec. Oh, here we go. Right, big show and tell. This is a uh, big crystal. I think I've shown you guys before. You guys see that? Woohoo! It's pretty sweet. Uh, max the basin. Uh, let's go for big realm gate. There are two of the crystals and two realm gates. Big realm gate. Pretty cool. Really enjoying that. Uh, and then, so this is all for one board. And then, very quickly, oh god, it's broke that. Uh, some some lakes. Oh, you can't see because it's the, the green screen. Uh, some lakes and some crystals and stuff for some other bits of terrain. Uh, and then finally, the watchtower. So. Uh, like I've said before on the stream, like this is kind of a Lord Asriel style end of the world realm gate kind of board. And I'm going to put a wizard in there. 
So that board's done, which is nice. So that's one down. Uh, and, uh, and a load of the other boards are kind of halfway finished. So uh, I have been airbrushing, as you guys can see. Uh, so most of this board is mushrooms. This is the only... Uh, there are two buildings on this board. Um, but most of them are like really big mushroom towers, which I'll show you on another stream another time. Uh, but just getting these bits done. Um, uh, looking very dapper. Thanks very much. Uh, who painted this for you? I painted myself, you fucks. Uh, <laughs> Ultra President says, I heard you mention AOS 3 time to time. Uh, when do you think it will happen? I think it will happen in June or July uh, is when I think it will happen. It's pretty much when it always happens. Uh, and I don't think they're going to move that schedule for anyone. Um, not gonna lie, these are extremely cool. Thanks, Kilpanic. Uh, uh, they're they're also, I mean, they weren't super challenging to do. I think if I was gonna do it for like, let's say, I know a huge team tournament. Let's say, let's say Rob was gonna run a huge team tournament. I probably would only airbrush it, and I wouldn't go through the wash stage, which took way way longer. The airbrush stage is is, is quick enough, but still, those um, those crystals are a nightmare, nightmare to paint. Uh, but they're fun, really fun. Um, uh, solid stuff great to uh, tower thank you so good is Tom jealous of your crystals he should be he said he wants it to be his board but one of the things I'm going to do on a later stream and I've told you guys about this already is uh, when I've got them a little bit more sorted uh, we're going to do a stream where I'm going to let people like name it uh, or name the pieces of terrain because I think that that would be quite cool uh, so like I don't know how we'll do it maybe we'll do it via channel points maybe we'll do it via donations I don't flipping know like a bit of an auction uh, but not an auction and people can name uh, the board or the terrain or something because I think that would be quite fun um, and uh, like that would be a little fun bit for us all to do uh, and then when we do live coverage like which will all be on the TSN stuff um, it'll kind of like we'll have named it all which would be cool obviously not terrain but terrain face obviously that's not okay <laughs> oh wait hold on let's get back to painted um, do you think uh, soup will survive the addition change do I think soup will survive the addition change? Yes, I do think soup will survive the addition change. Um, I would argue that that is very likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, I'm very like. If anyone wants me to kind of put like any tentative feelers about my emotional feelings about uh, a new age of Sigma, the answer is hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't think the game's stale at all. I think the game's great. It's in a really solid place. Like it's very exciting. Um, did they fuck up between AOS 1 and AOS 2 hugely? It was a massive clusterfuck as a release. However, am I tentatively, in fact, actually enthusiastically excited about a new edition of Age of Sigmar? The answer will be 100% yes. 100% yes. Um, and that mainly is because uh, what they've done with 40k is it seems to make sense as an edition at wholesale. Uh, and they seem to have a plan for it. And having a plan for it is better than what I think they previously had, which was no plan for it. So... Uh, excited and as always can we all just take a moment to celebrate mo from mocomp who gave us age of sigmar um because he's just a brilliant person and again i'm just going to shout him out one more time like i know it's an old school shout out if none of you know what i'm referencing maybe someone can inform someone but i was just thinking about it yesterday and he should always be shouted out he's a legend all hell mo have you not learned by now that letting the chat do stuff not necessarily the smartest idea i have learned that <laughs> I have learned that. I have indeed learned that. Um, but it's fine. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun naming a board, coming up with some cool story, uh, and then that being something you guys see on the screen. Or 
if you happen to be local uh, or somewhere around the, like the UK, or even if you travel over one day, maybe you get to play on these boards, which would be really nice. And I'm, I'm, I'm also really enjoying uh, the, the process, I'd like everyone to know, for doing the terrain. I wish, um, I wish I was rich enough because I would 100% pay someone to paint my models. That would be my, like, my happy place. My hobby would be doing boards and terrain, playing games um, with uh, models that are painted by someone else. <laughs> would be my happy place. <laughs> and, or, yeah. Um, uh, any broad strokes guesses about it, or do you think it would be 40k style, smaller armies? No, no broad style, uh, no guesses, apart from smaller boards. Um, I think we've talked about the four, and more than likely, uh, I think there'll be a coherency change, in, like in 40k, and I think there'll also be uh, the stack, um, the stack cap. So uh, minus one to hit will be like the maximum. I expect we'll see that on like to hit and to wound, um, and we we'll probably will see it on saves as well. Uh, so like minus one to hit um, will be your maximum cap, but we'll see. We'll see. I think that's the right way to go about it. Uh, uh, so from Monday, is the TSN Arena open again? Moobs, no. That is not allowed uh, from Monday. Uh, that isn't... I, well, I don't think that fits into our, our time frame. Uh, I don't think it's okay. Uh, but we it does mean that in May, we can start running the Super Series again, which is pretty exciting. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, more on that in the future. Uh, it took me... Mo took me to Brothel in Eastern Europe. That's my Mo story. <laughs> Invented the game you love. Took you to Brothel Eastern Europe. I'm pretty certain Mo is the hero we all need. The original heart and soul of Age of Sigmar. Uh, <laughs> Boo, you're so Tory. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just following the rules, man. Like, as far as I'm aware, May the 14th in the UK is the first time we can open the venue. Um, uh, for for people to come inside so uh yeah because it's not a shop we don't run a shop i don't have a shop there's no shop like, i'm not going to start a tuck shop just so i can fucking and also not everyone's vaccinated like so i'm not just opening it because i can like i give a fuck about all of you i'm not just being like hello let's all just have like a big fucking covid party no it's like just because the government says it's open doesn't mean the thing's gone away i want everyone to be safe um uh, hey, Gitley, my big wish is that uh, it is no longer possible to target heroes, monster units, and missile weapons. Ooh, monsters? Are you mad? Of course, monsters, Prop Joe. Uh, but characters, maybe. Uh, Tywin Hint. Uh, I have a piece of his code and it barely fits. <laughs> uh, um, uh, he also took me 10 pin bowling. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks, get hooked. Uh, keep mean to ask uh where what is the tsn arena is it somewhere in nottingham it's where i am located uh i will be making like a promo video when the place is fully done um so uh and it's been worked on over lockdown uh by me and fish and nathan uh so we're hoping so it's a, it's an eight table uh gaming center i guess is that simple like i know no that doesn't sound very big but i guess the nice part about it is i'm currently live streaming from the um the commentary booth and there's also a tech booth where we do all the uh, the, the camera work from uh, and four of the tables so far are completely camered up and thanks to the twitch chat last year uh, they've all got um, mic'd up uh, tables and computers so 
what we can do is when we do the super series, when we run uh, eight people playing over four tables, we can cover each table. But it also means in the future when we run tournaments, uh, we could either live stream the tables individually or live stream the whole tournament and jump between all four tables. We can record all four uh, of those tables at the same time with player audio at the same time. So um, we have this thing on the TSM Patreon that all of those recorded videos will get uploaded there. Um, and I know that's wanky because that's behind a paywall, but fucking gotta make money, man, because um, it's not cheap. And eventually all the equipment is going to break, so fucking life. Um, uh, and then, yeah, that's what the arena is, if anyone didn't know. And then eventually I'd like that to be eight tables. So eight tables. So then we could have like eight man, eight V man, eight V eight man scrims, uh, and we record all the games. So then you guys, um, I saw. I think Gitly was talking about wanting some Lumineth uh, battle reports yesterday. I think that was one of the things he was talking about. So when we host a tournament at the weekend, the idea is, uh, as if we have sixteen people playing, eight sixteen thirty two, we'll be able to record thirty two matches uh, to completion with really good audio and good visuals even if we don't live stream it, so you guys will have 32 matches to watch back. I know it's with player audio, but like eventually long-term plan, maybe uh, we get we get enough money that we can then hire an editor, and then that editor's job is to like kind of break those down, um, which will be super fun, and then it kind of just like builds up and builds up. That's the idea for the arena. And then just live stream all the tournaments as well, and just say things like, there's a guy on a rock. Um, even if you're vaccinated, you should still take precautions. Thanks, Ham's fan. Um, can it be Fight Milk style primary video? Nikki to Williams, 100%. We also have a spaghetti policy, which is very important. Um, uh, <laughs> are you guys going to open a bar in the designated bar spot that came with that building? Uh, <laughs> one day, we will get a license and we will also open the bar part of the building as well. So it's it's a very exciting future. I'm a little bit panicked and stressed because it's kind of a little bit beyond my organizational uh, remit as you guys know I'm terrible at organizing so um, that's panicky and makes me scared but hopefully eventually we make enough money that we just hire a venue manager and then basically hire my, hire my boss just hire someone in charge of me like Rob this is happening this day I'm like fucking sweet 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 and I'll just turn up fucking clock in clock out minimum wage and off I go for my day lovely that's what I want uh, thanks Tristan love you uh, watching individual games of Age of Sigmar over the stream can be really slow and painful watching them after the fact uh, and being able to talk to the highlights is what we need. Kids with SIDS, that's the plan, but it requires a lot to happen to make that happen, right? Um, so, like, see, it's a full-time job. So I'm hoping eventually that becomes a full-time job for someone. That's the dream. Um, and then we can record those individual games. And it's just, it becomes a whole ecosystem of producing content for people and producing, like, competitive content, both Age of Sigmar and 40k. Um, and then it all just like spirals out of control, which is nice. Um, uh, thank you, KuroXX, uh, for resubscribing. Let's go. Uh, man, compared to my other armies, this Trogon army I'm working on takes so little effort to build. It's going to take you a lot of effort to paint if you've never done that. Um, uh, hire your own boss. <laughs> I don't want to be the boss. I hate the boss. <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway, uh, what's everyone working on? Does anyone want to tell me some things? Um, interested to hear your thoughts. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm not a visionary. I'm not. I just think it's the right way to do it. So can we talk about like battle reports for a moment? Because battle report guys work their balls off. So much effort. 
they make so much effort. Like, it's so hard, right? And their battle reports are like, they work so hard to make their battle reports good, and they've got to, they've got to write their lists. They've got to play their lists. They've got to film it. They've got to edit it. It's so much work, yeah, to do one game. It's a load. So a much more efficient version of that is I get people in who know how to play their army because that is a problem I find with some battle reports. Then we record their games or we stream their games and then everyone learns a little bit better. So, Because who would you rather see play Mixed Death, for example? Because Smorgan's in the chat. Do you want me to play it or do you want Smorgan to play it? Because I want Smorgan to play it. I want to film that and record that. But I don't really want to see him play mm, Beast of Chaos. For example, I want to see Blagan or Colonel Cabbage or someone, you know, play like if I like Osiarchs at the minute, Osiarch Bone Reapers. I want to watch Owen play Osiarchs Bone Reapers. I don't want to watch me play Osiarch Bone Reapers. And that that's the trick is getting the right people to play the right armies on the stream. Um, uh, I've seen, uh, Scrinty Hugh, uh, I've seen your third stupid Dreadsaurian conversion. It's really stupid. It's a Dreadsaurian with Glottos or Scolion on the back, I think. It's really good. Uh, uh, can we have a Best Bite Report show a la the app reviews? Nah, man. I don't want to dog on other content creators. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's not fair. Because I think that they're up against it. I think, like, it's it's an old medium. Like, I don't think it's the most effective medium or the most efficient medium. It's entertainment, not infotainment, or it's some infotainment. Um, but I think, realistically, the best version of it is live stuff. Or it's the thing I'm interested in. Maybe it's not even the best version. It's just unbiased, and that's what I like. So that's all I give a shit about. End convo there. Why aren't you using an airbrush? Because I'm on stream, and I'm doing fine. Look, I've almost finished while I'm talking to you guys. Like, it's going really well. What does everyone give me shit for? Like, we're so close. Look at that, it looks lovely. I reckon I will get this done while, yeah, I've got 30 minutes. I'll fucking smash this out. Watch this. This is how you paint armies, lads. Yeah, this is like the week before you decided you're taking a new army. That's what I am. I'm none of this fancy painting team. I am a war gamer painter, which is like, it's getting it done. Getting it done, boys. Um, I like the Winnie the Pooh terrain. Oh, I don't want it to be Winnie the Pooh's house. Fuck off. It doesn't look anything like it. Flip. Um, <laughs> I'm still painting. Such a... Right, I find battle reps unwatchable until they get uh, entertained. Host with good banter, they'll never secure viewers like me. Far too long between interesting moments. People do. There are battle report versions where people like um, break it down uh, to smaller, smaller, and smaller videos, which I completely respect and I think is also great as well. Um, uh, played my first game of ninth the other day with my new Dark Eldar. Uh, let's go, Neural Shock. I bet you did really well. It could be Shrek's house. Can we make it Shrek's house, not Winnie the Pooh's house? Also, if it's uh, Winnie the Pooh's house, we get banned in China, um, which we want to be banned in China anyway, because obviously the government there are terrible. Um, I don't know if that gets me deplatformed, but <laughs> it's just the truth. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, can we have uh, a back-to-basics show to remind us how to play? K-Dread, yeah, man. I mean, I think it's going to be kind of uh, interesting that like the the lockdown, at least for the UK, is going to coincide with Age of Sigmar 3 launch. Like, it's around the same time, like July time. 
So probably there's going to be very few opportunities to rep uh, before the AOS 3 comes out. So I probably am not too interested in repping out any more AOS 2 until like I get the opportunity to like bang out the new system and then I'm just going to play loads. That's going to be the plan. Uh, the views of the streamer are not the views of the Twitch. Verse <laughs> 3 yeah. makes the board size smaller. How does that affect the ter your terrain setup plan? Imagine I've already planned for it. Let's go for that. Uh, N.A. Brooks. Imagine I've already planned for it. Uh, because I have. So, uh, if the boards are smaller, so let's, let's, currently they suggest you take 10 to 12 pieces on a 6x4 board. You make the board 25% smaller, then, because it is 25% smaller, it might not sound like a lot, but it's 25% smaller. Um, then you just do 25% uh, less terrain. So I've done 8 pieces of terrain with an optional ninth piece of terrain for each board. That's what I've done. Um, and that feels like a good amount. But obviously I've done some of them, as you can see here, on quite large bases. So this is uh, one of the large pieces. Um, this is a large base. So this building itself would be a garrisonable building. But then the terrain around it would provide cover. So it's quite a lot of nice, broad, flat surface there for cover. And there's also a nice piece of like terrain. And I think I've measured it right. And there isn't anywhere that's three inches um, that you can just like, you have to like charge into the terrain, basically. Uh, so that's good. Um, uh, Rob, have you considered having an X-shaped ruin with Obscuring for 40k? I've tried playing with it a few times. It's great fun. Have I an X-shaped ruin? Sergeant Rolf, I have not. But great great idea thank you very much an x-shaped ruin as opposed to an l so like what volume of space does it take up like did you you make take make it take up like oh that's really interesting no i haven't thought about that thank you but something to look at in the future that'd be really cool um uh do you think the double turn survives ever three i know my locals all hate it and refuse to play uh i very much hope so i very much hope so that's kind of my uh my my one worry but i'm pretty certain it will um, because it's fundamental to the game and it makes the game better like i'll argue against that all day long and i've said that time and time again it makes the game better and it should be better um uh, <laughs> i want to paint some skinks in the color that is not a standard blue what would you pick says godan oh man uh, i've seen a lot of people do like pale skinks so kind of like white and do the the scales a different color so that's quite cool um uh, you could do similarly. You could do like some dark skinks. Um, and you could do some like neon, kind of like the neon frogs. So a neon frog color on top. So dark skin tones, uh, and then a neon frog on top. Uh, the white ones are cool though. I think they look quite fun. Um, so yeah, yeah. There's loads of options. I mean, you could just go go for any color. Like they're lizards. Like the best thing to do is just put like tree frogs or frogs uh, into Google search. Look at the images, and there's loads of amazing color combos. Um, black and yellow obviously is a really good one for like denoting danger so that's cool um is the reason for the base on the train so that it counts as a borderline for benefiting from the train keyword corkamorka that is correct that is how that works um that is the point of the base on the train so that is how i would do it uh, personally because uh, then you know where you're at so piece of terrain cover you're on the sand the building counts as um garrisonable it's really easy to see you know what's going on the mushroom counts as nothing it's impassable <laughs> the mushroom is an indestructible mushroom that if you fuck with you die uh <laughs> why square and not round 
Um, uh, because, I don't know, I just did Square. Uh, maybe I'll do some... This is version 1 for the arena. Maybe in the future people are like, oh, I want round terrain. Uh, but it makes working out volumes a little bit easier, because I'm, I'm dense. Um, and I think it's fine. I think once you, like spray it so it fits into the board it looks nice i have rounded the edges nick made me round the edges so i don't know if you guys can see that i think that looks that, look, that works well uh, but some people i imagine will hate the square whatever whatever i want to cause a bit of drama so there we go that's fine with me uh, uh careful not to overload the base on that terrain piece or you'll be left with a mushroom <laughs> uh why do you play it on square tables and not circular tables great question <laughs> great Cool question. I do not know. Um, I don't know. I've looked at. I've, I've been looking at loads of people's uh, boards of terrain at the moment, and it all looks so, like sparse. Is how I describe it. So I was mainly looking to create uh, some big volumes of space, uh, and I think covers a cool mechanic. Like uh, Vince was co talking to me about it, um, and I agree. Like I think cover is actually a very cool mechanic, and getting plus one save is nice. Um, but because terrain is never allowed near an objective. You're getting plus one save while you're like waiting to strike. You're in no man's land on a bit of terrain waiting to strike. So you kind of have like you aren't able to project power because you have to be holding a piece of terrain to get like the cover save. So you aren't able to project power um, unless you're a shooting unit off a piece of terrain. But I'm going to make most terrain obscuring. So uh, if you draw a line three inches across, uh, it blocks line of sight. Um, and I think you'll end up with some really fascinating games via that. Uh, or what's the what's the Age of Sigmar version of it called? Um, Entangled? No, not entangling. Uh, overgrown. So same thing. I'm just gonna and I'm, uh, the fly keyword won't apply. Like you're not allowed to use the fly keyword, like to somehow ignore it because that'd just be dumb. <laughs> so um, and of course sentinels will override that, but you can't like not produce some game effects because one unit ignores everything. It's just like. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Otherwise, what's the point? I'll be like, cool, no rules. There are no rules. Um, how do you, how many, how do you know how many models can fit into a garrisonable terrain feature? So I chose uh, large, um, large as being able to garrison twenty models, and then uh, medium. So this would be large, large, because uh, it's on a large base. Uh, would be able to do uh, well, maybe I might make it medium actually, because it's not the whole base, whereas. Uh, the tower, I'll give you some examples. I know this might seem a bit counterproductive or ca counterintuitive, but let's see what you guys think about this. This is kind of what I'm thinking at the moment. Uh, so, huge building. I would say that this is a large garrison and can fit 20 models in. Uh huh. And then this, uh, I would say, is a medium building. Maybe can only fit 10 in. Um, but just simple like that. Large or medium. Large, 20. Medium, 10. Maybe they'll make that large, but I don't know. 10 Chaos Warriors in there would be pretty rough and then models obviously i think i'd cap it at like one or two wounds so two wound models what three wound models are there that you'd want to put in a piece of garrisonable terrain three wound models ah none of them none they can all fuck off like one and two wound models only like not three wound models um or four wound models so you're not gonna have like six varangard in a piece of garrisonable terrain brutes 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 is a good example Three wounds. One, two, or three. Um, or capacity uh, would be amount of wounds up to three. Uh, I don't mind. Again, a garrisonable piece... Because terrain is never near an objective. If you get inside a garrison, that's fine. 
because yeah, your unit's like tough as nails, but like I wouldn't obviously let monsters in there. Gobble Palooza has three wounds. All right, Lekka Lekka, then you've me convinced me. In which case, three wounds is allowed. Um, uh, but then my point is uh, that because a garrison would never be near an objective because you can't place terrain within six inches of an objective, you wouldn't be able to be near an objective to score an objective because you're garrisonable terrain. So garrisons sound good on paper. You're like, oh, you can put a unit in there and the minus one to hit and plus one save. But actually, if you look at the board space, they're not near anything to capture anything. So whatever, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, five wound heroes, but five wound heroes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I had not thought about five wound heroes. Thanks, guys. This would be one of those things that came up. Um, five wound heroes inside a garrison. I guess so. But then what do they count as? Count as ten models? Count as five models? Count as five models, I guess? That's a great question. Um, can faction trains be near objectives? Uh, no, of course not. Not within three inches of an objective. Um, uh, but, yeah, not within three inches of an objective. Uh, that reminds me, I need to see what the Shrine Luminor does. Uh, yeah, how about uh, amount of wounds a model has, how many space the garrison takes up? Uh, that's interesting. Uh, I think. I don't mind, like, I think 10 Saurus Warriors or 10 Chaos Warriors, or even 20 of those two, can get inside a garrison. That doesn't stress me out. That seems to make sense. And they, like, how do they not take up the same rough space as uh, 20 Free Guild Guard? Maybe? I don't know. Um, I, need to, I need to nail that out. I have written it out somewhere, but the five-wound character thing I hadn't thought about at all. I think you should be able to put a, a character inside a building. That seems fine to me. I don't know what you guys think. Because then you can't do abilities from outside of a building, from inside a building, right? You can't cast spells and stuff. So it really makes the character a lot worse. And you can't measure ranges from a character from inside a garrison either. So way worse to have a character inside a building. Um, uh, wound count, no monsters. Mm, I'm sure that that's far more abusable. And I would, like, I don't want to see eels inside a building. <laughs> or gore grunters inside a building. I'm not into that. Like, I don't see Varigard inside a building, so, um, uh, um, you could give Garrison a number of hero spots. That's a good idea. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Oh, it's really nice of you. Great questions. Um, something really for me to think about. Really appreciate that. Thank you. So that's fun. I just want to make it so that it makes loads of sense for people playing. It makes, it's a tactical experience. Uh, it's fun. I'm not playing, I'm not messing around with any of the core rules. I'm just designing a nice board, uh, a board and table that is interactive and fun. Uh, doesn't break any kind of like of the immersion of a game, but similarly, it just gives you some more options to play. I think that's what we're all looking for from a game, really. Um, and then also on top of that, a bit of story. I know because we're a narrative channel. Oh fuck! You haven't seen the painting. Um, does this mean my mages can't cast from their Shrine Luminor uh, as they are garrisoned in that? They are able to do the command ability, but unless anyone's got the garrison key rules, I don't think you can cast a spell while inside a garrison. Pretty certain. Unless anyone wants to check for me and I'm wrong. But, um, yeah. Gorgon is in houses is clearly a choice. <laughs> Chris CB, I agree. I agree. I don't know what I'm thinking about. I actually, we should just flip it all on its head. Monsters only. Um, <laughs> do ogres get a benefit to that piece of terrain you're painting? Do they get... 
Okay, fine. We're going to make it an ogre board. If this is how you guys are going to be. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> get off my swamp. Um, vote now whether or not I should put a get off my swamp uh, sign uh, on the building. Uh, you guys get to decide right now uh, via yes or no's. Um, uh, get hooked. I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna. Do you know what? Let Let's go find out right now instead of half ass half arsing it. Let's go find out. Let's go to our favorite Russian website. Let's go search for something. Core rules. Uh, right. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, yes, hell was yes. <laughs> I vote for a honey side. I model it as Bagged Dragon. Core rules say that you can do anything except move and measure ranges from the building itself. But if you can't measure, uh, right, hold on. Shooting phase. Where's terrain? Wrong battle. Wrong to get features. It's in here somewhere. One second, guys. Units of garrison terrain feature are removed from battle and assumed to be inside the terrain feature. Okay. Show me where. Where does it say? If anyone uh, can find the link um, in the chat, that would be great. Uh, needs an outhouse. Oh, God. Fine. I'll do an outhouse. I guess that works. Uh, this is where I'm finding it. Looking for my rules, by the way, everyone. Um, right here. So... War scrolls, allegiance abilities, part of the game, tools of war. Terrain. Got it. Right. Garrison. Some features can be garrisoned by units. Uh, when this is the case, it will be noted on the war scroll for the terrain feature. A unit can be set up as a garrison at the start of a battle if the terrain feature is wholly within the unit's territory, which is a cool feature. Um, alternatively, a unit can garrison a terrain feature instead of making a normal move if all models within 6 inches of the terrain feature and there are no enemy models within 3 inches of the terrain feature already garrisoning it. Okay. Units that garrison a terrain feature are also removed from the battlefield and assumed to be inside the terrain feature. Units must treat terrain feature garrison by the enemy as if it were the enemy model. So it becomes the enemy model. The range and visibility to or from the garrison unit is determined to or from the terrain feature instead. Garrisoning model can attack and be attacked, cast or unbind spells, wow, and use abilities, but cannot move. Okay, a garrisoning unit counts as being in cover if it's attacked, in addition, subtract one from the hit rolls. A garrisoning unit can leave in your movement phase when it does set up so that all models from the unit are within 16 screen feature and 3 inches away from enemy units. Um, okay, that's cool. So you can cast or unbind spells. Uh, you can attack and be attacked and use abilities but cannot move. Okay. Um, uh, that's that's cool. So it becomes it basically becomes your model. Uh, so thanks everyone for, for that. So fun. So you definitely can cast spells from it, which would be cool. So putting heroes inside it is more of an important question than less of an important question. Okay. Flippity flip flip. Okay. I'm on it. I'm on it. Uh, so it means you can use command abilities from inside the train feature as well. That's nice. Very strong. Very strong. Having some command abilities on the board then is good. Uh, 
Uh, <laughs> I think. All right, you guys want me to put a load of rubbish. You know, I've, you know how many pieces of terrain I've got to paint. I don't have time for your, your, you guys' shenanigans in this situation. It's just getting the job done. Maybe later on we'll do some weird and wonderful additions to the board. But right now, it's just getting as much painted as possible. This is the current scheme. Um, so yeah. Uh, but I don't think I don't think we're able. I thought we would be able to um, run events from May here in the UK, but I don't think we can. I think realistically, the first time we can run an event legally is June. We can run Super Series because it's six uh, um, people, um, but we can't run like sixteen man events. It's a bit of a shame, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, uh, uh, means goading arrogance from a Catholic in a shrine is very possible. JP, that is a really good point. That is a very good point. And that Luminor realm, wow, the realm feature for uh, Lumineth Realm Wards is huge. If you guys haven't seen it, massive footprint. Uh, I'd be very tempted to put in the pack that it replaces an existing piece of terrain, very much like um, uh, a lot of the packs are putting in for. Um, uh, oh God, what's it called? For the uh, Osiak Bone Reapers, the the, the tower thing. I you know what? That's a good. That's a good way. Hey, Forks Art. Um, uh, I like the idea of Garrison Pete. Like, I don't think that garrisoning is a terrible idea at all. Because, like I've said, if it's nowhere near an objective, like, what are you really gaining from being in the garrison? I think it's a cool feature, and it it is fun to do. Um, uh, I I definitely think that. Uh, I don't I love shenanigans because the I do love shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> um, it means several players who ally in raptors and get them into the ziggurat can get in the sea <laughs> they can they can get in the sea they really can um, <laughs> I love the allied in <laughs> raptors in seraphon armies it's just going all the way in oh fuck what was I about to come up and say then something was relevant based on what you guys said um uh, and more crushes can sadly never be wholly within six inches of it. We just don't put more crushes in. Like there should be no monsters can go inside. It's an obvious uh, lurker frag. Uh, second job was yesterday. Not be on my ass. I hope you're well and okay. Why not delete faction terrain from the game? That's the question, Nick. That was the point. Um, I think a good quick answer to to the boats from Ideneth Deepkin is that they just replace some terrain that's already on the board what do you guys think of that that is a nice quick answer i've just hit on we already do it with the ocr bone reapers terrain piece that means that they're not using it to move block they can still have their two pieces of terrain on the board that's really nice thank you magic horn that is a something i really feel i should have thought of like two years ago um uh, yes, Sylvaneth can then Wildwood. Shugo, I agree. I think there should really be some effort to make um, the Wildwoods work via some sort of comp. And I think uh, a Wildwood replacing a piece of terrain is a great idea. Um, Garrison a piece of terrain with a hero can make uh, some holy within within bubbles massive. I agree with you there, Pete. I do. Uh, I don't think... I'm not saying it's the perfect answer, but there you go. Uh, easy to do, but could hamper some armies. Uh, what armies would what hamper? Oh, de deleting d d faction train. Yeah, we can't do that, Nick. I know you hate it because you're a first. You're an, you're an age sigma first stager. 
<laughs> we gotta we gotta keep it in the game, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's a great answer to the fucking boats I've just come up with. There we go. That's a quick and easy solution. Get that in the terrain in the TO packs. Let's go. That's gonna be straight in there. Um I think I'd do the same with the Luminor as well, to be honest. Um uh, and I think maybe generally a good idea would be to have your faction terrain piece replaces a piece of terrain on the board is a really nice quick way of making it so that the board isn't over flooded with terrain pieces uh, and they're put in very specific places i like that a lot um imagine having to replace something useful with a loot stride they're very useful uh see you later smorgan loads of love and hope you're well uh, I mean, narratively, since we're a narrative channel, the piece is overgrown or reclaimed by the wilds. Sticky a big tree on it. Yeah, should go. I agree. Uh, what if we just make all the faction trainers useful useful as the Eldar Webway in 40k? That's too useful. That's what I'm going to say. Anyway. Uh, look at this. We're doing well. What do you think? Shrek's house is, uh, is a go. Fucking Jesus. So mean about Shrek's house. Um, we're doing quite well. An airbrush probably would have been quicker. Probably. I don't need that from you guys, though. So, like... And I can't do it on the stream. Oh, can't do it on the stream. So, I've airbrushed a load of other stuff so I can paint it on the stream. Like, like in the detail work while I'm doing the stream. That has to be a thing. Imagine having to... Uh, what? It's Rabbit's House from Winnie the Pooh. It is Rabbit's House from Winnie the Pooh. It looks good. Um... <laughs> is it actually Rabbit's House? I need a picture. I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool. And I'm going to make it all like twisted and gnarly. I'm going to stick loads of uh, tufts on it at some point and make it like all spooky. And then maybe stick some... It's got some like chimneys. Can you see the chimneys? Oh, you guys can see the chimneys. Might produce some smoke pouring out of that. So that would be quite cool. I pictured it as like a witch's house. Like a hag or something. I never pictured it as Winnie the Pooh. Uh, my airbrush and compressor should be here in a couple of weeks. Never used one before. Uh, you've got it, Forks Art. Love your Marines. They look great. If anyone wants to go and check out Forks Art, she does some amazing painting. Um, and uh, her Marines look really magnificent. I'm a big fan. Um, uh, wouldn't that be great? Uh, buff Lariel, minus one CP, replace another terrain piece with a Wildwood. Any of your Sylvaneth troops holding 18 in its turn, run in charge. That would be cool. That would be very funky. See, the, what's interesting about uh, the conversation about faction terrain and Sylvaneth and all of this is that it becomes relevant when you treat the terrain on the board as relevant. As soon as you don't treat terrain as relevant and it's not really a part of like your pack or how you think about the game as, as a wholesale kind of piece, it's irrelevant that, that while, like, you're like, oh, you can't put your Wildwood down. I don't like, give a fuck. Right? But as soon as it becomes relevant, um, it's a good conversation. Uh, looks. I'm also. Okay. All right. What is that brown? Oh, I am using uh, Vallejo model brown. Uh, flat brown is the brown I'm using. I think it's a really nice brown. Uh, it goes on really well. Paints super nice. Big fan. Um, in fact, I'm into a lot of Vallejo paints at the minute. Um, I just think the quality is really good. Uh, the consistency is really nice. I've never had any problems with it. Uh, I find the army paint stuff is kind of better for for thinner jobs um not for this it's not quite it like i think they say that it's intentionally thinned down so i find the i, I like the armor paint and stuff for some things um and i think it's like a, a thinner paint and i really like the vallejo stuff for i mean obviously you can thin down this vallejo stuff i'm not saying it's thick by any uh, stretch of the imagination it's just it's just a really nice finish 
uh, and I'm, I'm a big fan. And then I've just got some like really like awful brushes from Amazon that like literally were pennies uh, and using that for terrain, I'm not using any like nice fancy brushes for doing it. Um, personally, I don't like how every rock and tree is mystical or deadly. Sometimes a shrub should just be a shrub. That makes sense. Mystical terrain table is a is a common thing. But then even the sand in Age of Sigmar isn't just sand. It's realm sand. Um, but I guess that's the difference between the very, very magical world of Age of Sigmar and maybe more like um, not quite as fantastical places uh, that we get in, in other universes and fandoms. Six up shrub. <laughs> 100% making a bit of terrain that's all shrubs now and just putting a rule in that it gives you a 6 up DPR when you're near it <laughs> 100% doing that <laughs> no um... <laughs> uh, if they gave Severith the ability to shut down enemy scenery that should be Sylvaneth's thing just reclaim stuff sorry if I'm hopping on about it Sylvaneth are my first love and I hate that I can't use them that well hey Shugo same boat the reason we're having the conversation, the reason the reason that I'm just mentioning it now, I'm pretty certain, like, it already came up the other day. I can't remember who mentioned it. If it was Pete or one of you guys in the chat mentioned it. And you were like, look, Silvereth terrain, like, you can't put it, I don't know what the current rules are. If you put it wholly within X or you can't put it wholly within X, I'd just be like, you can put it right next to other terrain. Like, button up to. Not within an inch. I'd be like, right next to other terrain is how I would describe it and what I would use it for. Um, so uh, already, I'm like in my head, I'm like, Silvaneth Terrain should be far more usable than it currently is um, because it's their core mechanic. And so that's a really nice way of like lifting the power level of the army and just readdressing how that terrain is done because no one's really having that conversation. But then we're not really playing for it to be an issue, I guess. Um, although, obviously, Hammer Time, uh, Owen Jackson's event, um, has sold a hundred or sold? <laughs> it's free. <laughs> has put a hundred uh, players playing. Um, so, if you guys are looking forward to uh, want to do some TTS gaming, then you should. Uh, also, the first intercontinental game uh, for the the Honest War Gamer hosts happened last night between Darren and Nathan. Uh, it took about eight to nine hours for them to get the computer machines to work, um, and it's it's very funny. Very, very funny. Uh, if any, Would anyone like to hear um, uh, Nathan and Darren? Would you like to hear the conversation between Nathan and Darren setting up their TTS game? It's a, it's a nice, fun way to end the show, I think. So let's do that. I think uh, um, you guys should enjoy this a lot. Hold on. Okay. Okay. A lot of messages. Um, right. So... Uh, let's go for this. Uh, Darren sends a picture of his models. Cool. Where am I headed? Okay. I'm not going to be able to follow that link on my phone. Where do I go on Discord? Okay, good start. Darren's not sure where to go. Then some pictures. Yeah? Um, and then, uh, and then Darren being like, Nathan, where are you? Okay. Still no, uh, Nathan, I'm in Discord table one. Okay. Question mark from Darren. <laughs> I'm there. I can't see anyone. I'm in the Honest War Gamer. Are you not there? What one am I supposed to be heading to? <laughs> then from Pete, trying to help them out. You need to join the server that was set up for the event, Darren. Nathan, I use this. 
Colonel Cabbage, you can find the Honest Wargamer or the Hammer Time channel. Nathan, hey, join me on Discord. Here's an invite. Yeah. Darren. I don't know why people keep sending me links that I can't use on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, Darren and Nathan are in the same Discord room. It's happening. Darren. That is me. I can't fucking hear anything. And I can't tell if anyone can hear me. <laughs> Oh, fuck me, I hate this. <laughs> right, then, uh, Darren says, can you hear me, Nathan? Nathan? Hi, Darren. Yeah, I'm in there. Uh, my headphones are working and everything. No, I can't see. Okay, Nathan, Nathan can't hear you. There's the drama. This is so far has taken a total of... Uh, 15 minutes so far. This is where we're up to. <laughs> then there is a picture <laughs> of tech support. Um, and then here's from, so then Darren's not sure his output's working. This from Nathan. Are you using it on your computer machine or on your telephone machine? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, and then I heard you briefly. Okay, good. I'm using it on my computer machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Scrivens, are we streaming it shortly? I at home, no fucking way. Am I getting involved in this? This is not what I'm doing. Uh, this is too much for me. Um, Pete, how do you hear audio connecting out of your computer? Speakers or plugged in? <laughs> Fucking, I've got no idea, Pete. It just happens um, from the PC or the telly, I'd imagine. Is your mic turned on? <laughs> Which is fucking rich of Nathan Prescott giving technical advice. After all these years, I want to let everyone know. Um, uh, right, so where are we now? We're now 25 minutes in. Yeah, loads of people still trying to help. Um, uh, and then... I think they got started. 25 minutes in is where we got to, and they did a great job, I think. And and not to not to spoil the results, but there is a victor. So there we go. Uh, can we watch this game? Uh, it was streamed. I don't think it was recorded. <laughs> I don't think they had the technology. And honestly, it's so fun that we're all playing these games and that Dayton and Pete um, and all the guys have like set it all up, so we're all having a load of fun. Uh, and we've got some matches. Me and Owen have got a match on. Looking forward to it loads. The concept of trying to stream all of our games. Nightmare situation. Because we're all busy and all around the world. So it's just meant to be for us. And have a laugh. But I'll let you guys know. Oh, thanks to Chris Frostrin for waiting the channel. Uh, with 14 people. First time we've been raided. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, if you don't know, Chris Frostrin's a lovely fella. He's a photographer, miniature painter, and a miniature printer. If you guys want to go check out his YouTube channel, uh, not YouTube channel, Twitch, really nice fella, very tall, like, like, like perversely tall, uh, but like he makes it work for him. Like, you know, he's got like a, he's got a keen eye uh, and he's just a lovely fella. So if you guys want to follow him, then that's fun. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know how to defend and you can't defend. So that's it. If you guys are interested, I'm painting up some terrain for uh, the venue, which uh, I'm at and that's what I'm doing. And generally talking shit is where I'm at, if you guys are interested. If you're not, that's so okay. 
it's the worst thing when someone when you we could we've been raiding all these channels right which has been really fun really fun and you can feel them a bit flummoxed they're like what do i do what do i do which is really fun i quite like it uh, but you can't you can't flummox me you bitches <laughs> Uh, Bobbin, I don't know if he's as tall as you. Bobbin, six foot nine. Chris Frostrin, how tall are you? Um, thanks, dude. It's been playing Blood Bowl on stream. Thought I'd pass on the viewers uh, to you talking shit. Thanks, man. Hey, everyone. Uh, what the fuck were those Russians about yesterday? <laughs> I do not know. Um, I do not know. Uh, but we, and if you weren't here yesterday, we raided some Russians who I think were making scrambled egg. Um, just in, with their, just in an apron. It was a whole vibe. There's a whole vibe. Um, I think that's how I'm going to do p painting tutorials eventually when I get around to them. Um, it's just going to be me in an apron. That's it. Tape over my tape over my nipples. Um, I watched them for a while. <laughs> oh god, the Russians! You tell me about it. It was so good, so so good. I love Twitch. I love the. I don't love like like the company but i like what it is that it's all these people communicating with people all over the world like you guys communicate with me and then we can go communicate with others i think it's brilliant i'm gonna stick around for a little bit longer just because i'm nearly finished and you guys are gonna dog on me if i don't at least finish the brown so screw you i'm on it um it was pretty disturbing but i wish i knew what they were talking about or were those guys twins i think they might have been twins i don't know like twins are creepy aren't they eh? Like, <laughs> it's just a general broad statement. If you're not a twin, twins are creepy as hell. And I'm just going to put that out there in the world as, an, as a vibe. And if you don't like it, I know that might be twinist, but I'm saying it. Um, uh, let me know what you guys think about that. <laughs> uh, uh, their hair. They had great hair. Um, uh, I've got twins, says Stu Redacted. Are they are they creepy, Stu? <laughs> Your kids creepy. <laughs> I did like this streamer, but then he kept asking if my kids were creepy, and I decided not to fucking talk to him anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they are the goblins that know you were sweary, Rob. Ah, oh, nice. Hey to the goblins. Uh, what up to you? <laughs> yes. Oh, now now they're my faves. Uh, they can stay. Forever and ever. Um, uh, uh, mine are non-identical, so less creepy. Yeah, that is that is less creepy. Not that I've already said they're creepy now, so it's too late. Um, Mission random hilarities, Rob. Thanks, Chris. Big love. What are you painting in the minute, Chris? Um, let's find out. Chris has normally painted some really nice stuff, uh, really well, for far too long, like thirteen hours on like a model. Like makes me want to cry. Um, I've already spent too long on this model. Let's be real, lads. This is already too long. Um, uh, <laughs> Rose painted Winnie the Pooh house. I'm not. This isn't what it is. This is not what it is. It's a. It's a. Oh God. Fine. It's Winnie the Pooh's house, and it's going to just stay. Stay as is. <sighs> I really like this. I think this is a cool building. Are we. Uh, if I uh, next time tomorrow, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. To one day this week I'll show you the rest of this board I kind of don't want to show it all off on stream because I'm trying to make some videos for it but it should look cool I think because I've still got stuff to do the the purple board I showed you guys earlier I've got to do like um, uh, some tufts and stuff but no one's got tuft money 
Like, do you know how much toughs are? Oh, that's when you know you've made it. If you see some big baller turn up at the table and he's just got his base covered in tufts, you're like, oof, you've got big tuft money. <laughs> that is where the real money is at, uh, in my opinion. Because they said that evergreen boat that got stuck in the canal, they were like, this is full of billions of dollars worth of product. I was like, it's probably just full of tufts, if I'm honest. It's probably where all the money is. Um, uh, not printing a Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, maybe you get sponsored like Jay over. What does sponsored mean? Um, that Jay fella's really nice. The guy from Mohawk Miniatures. Really nice guy. Uh, I really like him. He's a he's a sound dude. Um, I just bought seven dollars worth of Tuft from Huge Minis. See? Tuft money. Neural shock dubs. You got Tuft money. You're into it. Uh, I, I'm I am sponsored so I get good tufting. Who do you get? Who's how do you get sponsored for Tufts? Wow. Can't believe you get sponsored Tufts. That's pretty impressive. Um, Tufts, you need to check out Craft Scenics then. Gem is doing them super cheap. They're lovely. Okay, let's go find that out now. Crafts. Is it Crafts Scenics? Uh, let's go find out um, what these look like. There we go. Uh, they're still pricey, man. Wait, hold on. Let me see what you got. What the actual web? You got a link to the website? Send us a link. That's the one. Uh, Rival Crafts. Luke at Geek Gaming is a good dude. Oh no, people can tuft me for free. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sugar. Sugar, just join Patreon. Um, use that to get tufts. I have no idea what I'm doing. That's super helpful. Thank you so much. Mainly pay rent is what that'll pay. Uh, but that's really impressive. Thank you so much. And t thanks to everyone. Great opportunity for me to thank everyone on Patreon. You're all wonderful people. Um, and thank you for being you. I hope you enjoy the content I make uh, and I do a good job for the community. Um, Crafty Scenics. Thanks. £3.80 for some tufts. See, it's still not a lot of tufts, is it? 53 tufts. Maybe I'm just... Maybe I don't understand the process for what, it's, what it takes to create tufts. But... Oh, this website's nice. Rival Crafts. Ooh, look at those. There's some pink tufts. Flower tufts. Oh, I like these thistle tufts. I'm into them. How much do they cost? £9. No, £7 for 12 tufts. Oh, my God. Those are large tufts, though. If you, I want smaller tufts. <laughs> I'm going to try and say the word as much as possible to annoy you all. Uh, okay, so 12 dark thistle tufts. Uh, oh, no, not tw not 12. Dark 12 millimeter, uh, and they're seven pounds. It's not bad, but you would probably need like at the minute each board is costing me about 80 pounds. Just so you guys like just to like lay it out for you guys, it's about 80 to 90 pounds, depending on exactly how much I've used to produce a board of terrain, and that includes basic material and paints. That's what I'm putting in, so not massively expensive. But, like, not, like, I mean, still pretty expensive, right? When you're doing eight boards, still a fair whack of money. Um, and would be a lot more expensive. But then that would be sticking. I mean, even if I bought two packs of Tufts, that would, that would put them in the more, like, 120 category. But probably worth it. Probably worth it. So that's something I'll, I'll do in the future, I think. Um, I've got purple fluffs out there. Uh, it's fucking simple. Get PVA glue, static grass, and some electricity. That's the expensive part. Getting electricity, not doing anything with electricity. Are you real? 
<laughs> not much that grass static grass applicator PVA glue with a sheet to put stuff on. Um, where do you get the models for those terrain bits? You're talking about these ones. Uh, so this actually is from uh, my mini factory. So they have done um, uh, a pledge with uh, a bunch of mushrooms on um, and a bunch of other like. So this is actually resin as opposed to this being a PLA print. So this is a two part PLA print. So that's and I got that from the house was from printable scenery. Printable scenery is where. The, so most of the Age of Sigmar stuff is going to be from printable scenery dot uh, com is where those STL files are from. And most of the 40K files are from Sacros Munda, uh, which is a, a designer who has a My Mini Factory site page and also a Patreon who uh, I signed up for. And his stuff is really good for 40K stuff. Excited to show you the 40K terrain at some point. Um, uh, yeah, so and also that, that, that cost for doing a board of terrain doesn't include labor. And then, then the price for each board goes through the roof. So it's a real passion project. Uh, getting terrain done and then planning to do it for large-scale events oh boy that is that is another level and also another level of cost you 100% can tell why huge events just use like foam or whatever else that they use um, everyone else now flashing their tough stock and I thought we were in a financial crisis <laughs> <Aren't you? laughs> uh, my time is free my time is free, so that does help out with the cost, obviously. But at some point, you have to factor that in, right? Because that's work you could be doing for something else, I guess. Which is why I'm painting on stream, right? Because I'm I'm doing a stream at the same time I'm getting the job done. So I'm doing two things at once there, which is kind of nice. Anyway, I've done all the brown. More colours to come. Got the stone to do. Um, but I got it done, so I'm happy with that. Uh, so there we go. Uh, and if you don't like it, well, then tough. And I'll show you more pictures as we go forward. Uh, but really good. I move over to crypto. Tufts is the future. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I stockpile Tufts when we couldn't get a new roll. <laughs> the tough economy. Um, I'm <laughs> right, okay. Let's go do a raid. You guys are great. Thanks very much. Don't forget to join me, Nick and Tom and Logan tomorrow night we're going to be talking 40k i'm obviously live tomorrow day as well but i think i'm just doing more terrain painting if i'm honest guys uh, but i might get a guest on to to yammer with me while we do it um uh let's go do a raid that's what we should do this will be fun i've really enjoyed talking to you guys today so thank you very much you're fun you're really uh cool to hang out with and it makes me really happy so just want to say a big thank you uh do you guys get to choose um i like them rounded corners nick i already i already said this was a Nick decision. Roundy corners. Nick decision. Um, uh, right. So, 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 who do you want me to raid? A what? Let's raid a Warhammer person. That always makes us happy, right? We did a weird one yesterday. So let's go. Let's go raid someone uh, who's having a good time. Uh, someone French. Uh, what the hell? Warhammer Wednesday finally finished. This guy looks like a fun guy. The Ginge 66. Let's go raid this fella and make him happy. Let's go. La Tuft. Raid a small one. They're the best. Forks Art, you're the best. Let's go do this. Warhammer TV. They're not live. You can't raid Warhammer TV. Um, also, I don't think you can raid them anyway. I think they have that turned off as a feature. Right. 
there's a raid thanks to everyone in the chat for joining me today thanks to everyone on the podcast for listening if you have thanks to everyone on youtube uh, and thanks to everyone on patreon you're all wonderful people couldn't do this without you uh, looking forward to hosting events running events and this becoming uh, a permanent community where we can meet up in future hang out henry Steele in the chat fuck yeah <laughs> uh see you guys soon uh have a nice day good